Good? Good. Hope you're doing well. Hope the sky is not falling down upon you today. This is DJ Osol. And uh, DJ Osol, why do you call yourself Osol, some people may ask. Well, DJ is a typical term for people who make music or who are broadcasting live on the air, creating sound frequency projected into the minds. We've covered that already. All right? That is what a DJ is. Osol is simply taking the last letter of DJ, which is J, of course, and combining the O-E as in J-O-E. Still with me so far? J-O-E, Joe Soul. DJ O-Soul. O-Soul. O-Soul means Joe's soul. That's what that is. I'm projecting, I'm trying to talk, and I'm free-flowing with the the jazz, the blues, the rhythm that comes with inside of my heart. The frequency that I constantly pick up day in and day out with the interactions that I have. With meeting with people at the bank, meeting at people at grocery stores, meeting with people at job interviews, meeting with people uh, wherever it may be. Even the home life, even the friends life. Anybody that I come into interactions with is what goes inside of my mind and comes back out through the microphone. Except I you know, alter it a little way based upon how I want to present material. So that is why I call myself DJ Osol right here on Heaven. Heaven and hell. So let's get started. We have a a topic today that I introduced uh, at the tail end of my show last time. The topic, of course, is we've covered heaven, we've covered hell, we've covered the brief discussion about both things and a talk about mathematics and how that has to play into the part with the universe. So let's talk a little bit about God. That's right. We are going to touch on the subject of the almighty King Kong of the universe. The guy who's just bigger and smarter and has a higher frequency. Or maybe he doesn't have a frequency at all. Maybe he is so mysterious, so just perfect in the way that he does things that he will never be thought of, found, and nobody will ever understand exactly what God does and why he does it to create a perfect harmony in the universe. You may ask, well, are we in perfect harmony right now? Is things unfolding the way they need to unfold? There's death, there's famine, there's disease, there's hunger. There's all these miserable things that are out there that are in different nations of the world. And then there's some people that just, you know, sit upon a throne with all the cash and wealth in the world and they don't spend a dime to better any of these these people that are suffering. And, and you wonder... How is the system working and how does God allow these things to happen? How does he always allow bad things happening to good people? And why does he allow good things happen to bad people? There's a lot of different viewpoints on that. Anybody can answer that in a certain way. Anybody can have a, a thought about why the unfolding of chance and luck happens the way it does. But I'm willing to say that I think once uh, people experience those type of difficulties, the the good people experience these difficulties, it it converts them and changes them into a survivor of sorts. Changes them into somebody who makes a greater impact coming from the bottom up rather than already being at the top and staying afloat. Uh, 
Once you're at the top, you have a long way to fall based upon how you, say, for instance, run a company. Say, for instance, you take over at your father's company who's been very, very successful, and you're making $200 million a year. You're making $200 million a year, and then all of a sudden, there's a new company that comes on the rise and, you know, puts your company out of business over the period of, say, 10 years. And then you're at the bottom. And you finally get to learn and understand how people at the bottom, or people who have started off with nothing, have to rise up and either make their way back up to the top. If wealth is what you consider the top, then then make your way back up to that top. But what I'm talking about is making your way to make a greater impact in the lives that are all around you. So that's my answer for why God... Why does God allow things to happen? Why does God allow these miserable things to happen? So let's talk a little bit about what is God. God is, is everybody always pictures God as high above us. Somebody who watches over us. Somebody who sees the way things unfold and, you know, just lets it happen the natural way and lets nature take its course and believing that everything will unfold the way it needs to unfold in the afterlife. And life is simply a, a one-night stand, to quote a uh, rock and roll heaven by the Righteous Brothers. If you believe in forever, then life is just a one-night stand. I'm not a singer, but I can sing. Understand that? Alright, so God watches over us, and he, he sees these things happen. Nature taking its course, and realizing who are best fit for society. And who's best fit for not necessarily society as a whole, but who's best fit for the next evolution of mankind. And you ask, what is the next evolution of mankind? And uh, personally, I think that we've gone into an age of frozen. There's these alphas out there that have created social media. Facebook, Twitter, have created you know, ESPN, Fantasy Sports, has created... A bunch of things to consume our time with the internet. Consuming our time with the internet. Now, I've got to put these people in place, and our time is consumed with caring so much about the music that we have, the fantasy football team that we have, the Netflix TV shows that we're trying to watch and catch up on so we have something to talk about with other people, the just everything, the media that is out there that is projected into the minds of the mass. The mass. So... What what else does mass stand for? It stands for, uh, well, the sacrifice, right? Isn't that right? The mass, the the thing that you eat at a communion, right? You eat, you drink wine, that is the blood of Christ, and you eat bread, which is the body of Christ. It's the mass. It's the sacrifice. So what's the sacrifice? Getting these people consumed with social media, as I currently am? Yep, I'm consumed with social media. I get on iTunes all the time, I check my fantasy sports, and I go on Facebook, I go on Twitter, and I try to say, hey, listen to me, I got something to say here. I, I, I think I'm onto something, I think I'm creating something. I'm, I'm a broadcaster of, of sorts. I, I've gone through this experience, I've gone through that experience. I can create this, I can manifest this, I can think about this, and, and I'm going to tell you about this. That's what I'm doing. I'm buying in to all this social media. I'm buying in to the tools, which is what these alphas have given us. They've given us 
the ability to be consumed with music, consumed with stats, or oh, not to mention video games. I mean, that's if video games isn't the biggest consumption of time that dries somebody up, I don't know what is. And there's many other people out there in the world, mainly females who like to study abroad based upon my experience with uh, just knowing females in general, they like to study abroad and get out and go experience the world because the world has so much to offer and I can go see this, I can go do this and, and it's my dream to do this, and it's my dream to do that and I think it's a whole bunch of load of horse shit. That's what I think it is. It's like a, it's like a big fuck you to everything that you ever knew before. It's like, fuck my life. I'm going to go live somebody else's life in another country. Oh, wait. I just decided I have a whole new part of me. That's not a part of you. That's part of your brain that is connecting with different people. That's a part of your brain that is learning to adapt and incorporate itself into another system. We all have systems on this planet of Earth. And people run these systems. The U.S. is ran by government. And all the other countries are ran by something else. There's my credibility. Take it or leave it. Um, besides, knowledge is limited. Exactly. Imagination. If I have a point and I'm trying to make a point, and I'm talking about a point, it's your job to get the research and do the information if you want to look into it anymore. I'm talking from the soul of my heart and the bottom of everything that I know. So... The parts of your brain that pick up on other people's frequencies when you walk into another country or you fly into another country simply just open up a different part of somebody's life. A different part of your brain that you never knew before because these people's way of living has just been totally different. And sure, the experience is that of experiencing fun because for somebody, fun is something new, something that hasn't been done before, or for something that is everlasting as in both people are in agreeance. Social media has us so fucking consumed right now. Yeah. And I quote, fucking consumed with with what? Listening to what other people say? The exact shit that I'm doing? The exact shit that I'm spitting on this microphone? You know, I wish I could rap like Eminem so I could make a better point or people would listen to me more. But what I'm saying is you know, you get on Facebook and somebody's like, today I'm getting married uh, I got engaged to this person. Everybody should like it. Come on. How many likes can I get? 35? That's nice. How many likes can I get for saying, oh, rest in peace, uh, Ben Tremek is dead. Ben Tremek. I don't know who Ben Tremek is, but somebody on Facebook is going to say, rest in peace, Ben Tremek. And, and what am I supposed to do to that? Am I supposed to look at that and be like, thanks for the knowledge that Ben Tremek has died? Um, somebody else died too, probably 10 seconds from that time that person died, but why isn't that on the social media feed? I mean, I don't really care who you think is dead or you see as dead. It kind of, it kind of stabs you in the side a little bit when people are just like, rest in peace this person, rest in peace this person, Paul Walker is dead. It's like, oh my god, there's the end of the Fast and the Furious series, everybody's so angry, but do they really care about his life? I don't know. How'd he die? I don't know. It's a sad, tragic thing when anybody dies, but, you know, perhaps that's just the next phase of moving on to the better part of human evolution, or the better part of moving on into higher frequency, which gets us back to closer to God. 
We're trying to get to God. We're trying to get to the kingdom of heaven that he has created that is a holy matrimony of perfect harmony. Something that is never disturbed, disrupted, but constantly on a high level. I explained this the other day to some people that I was talking to. We're on a constant plane, and I get some information from some of the YouTube videos I watch, and you can say it's not credible, you can say it's credible, but I'm going to believe whatever I want to believe, and it's up to you whether you want to believe me or anything like that. Sure, I discredit myself about three times per episode, but uh, on roughly average, we'll see what happens. So, consider this. We're on a plane. Alright, we're on a plane traveling forward in time. A single line traveling forward in time. Now, this single line has a dot on the line, and it constantly has a new dot for every moment that comes after the certain particular time on this line. It's a straight line. It's one dimension. It is the, the agreeance of time mixed with current. Current time. Current time is a point, and it constantly keeps ticking. Think of, we're going to relate the dimensions to time. Every second is one point all right what you do in a second is that point on that straight line that's one dimension on two dimensions means there is visual of up and down up and down and to the right and to the left there is a visual of a picture for me right now in my office it's a picture that says imagination Imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited. Imagination encircles the world. Albert Einstein. That is what's in front of me right now, is this imagination picture. That's two dimensions. Every time I look at it, I see something new. That is another point in time on a one-dimension plane. Three dimensions would mean me backing up from the picture that I see and looking at the microphone and realizing that there's distance. There's three 3D. We live in a 3D world, but do we really perceive things as 3D? If you look around and you say, hey, look at everything, it's in 3D, you're starting to see that, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, things are in 3D. I don't have to go to the movie theater and say, I'm watching something in 3D. Well, tell you what, people, you get 3D in everyday life. If you have to watch a movie in 3D, I don't know what that's telling you. It's telling you you like to watch, you like to... I don't even know what effect a 3D movie has on the brain because it, it, it technically is still is 2D because you're looking at a screen and 3D can only go so far. So what does that make us? Uh, looking into, are we in four dimensions while we're watching a 3D movie? Is that what that means? Or do we have glasses on to protect us from that shit? I mean, I don't know. It's all just philosophy. But the theory of God is God puts us on Earth and uh, we have to level up to his level of frequency before we die. That's the end of this episode. 15 minutes. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.